Hi, I'm Kim Wilson. And I'm Natasha Marchevka. And this is Speechless. Speechless. Welcome to our behind-the-scenes take on Real Life and VO, where we share our stories, our resources, and our unsolicited opinions. And boy, do we have an opinion today. Well, we're excited. Oh, my God. So excited to introduce everyone to Andy Roth. Some of you know, some of you don't. This East Coast is... represent. <laughs> he, um, Andy is our ninth coach in our series of nine coaches. Well, we're especially excited yeah. to have him because, well, he's fun and exciting, but also because he came up with <laughs> the branding for our show inadvertently, where we say, fuck it, be awesome now, we've got shit to do. He was coaching us and said that phrase. We just thought it was the greatest thing ever. I Obviously, think we got in our own way and he was just like, fuck it. <laughs> we got shit to do just be awesome now like it came out like that way we were like okay we will so uh, without further ado let me just give you a short bio because um, he's more of a casting director than he is a coach but he has been our coach and so we wanted to share him he's so amazing he's just so amazing so andy is one of new york's busiest casting directors mm. the career that has spanned over two decades as the in-house booth director for cunningham escott slevin and doherty cesd very well-known agency he performed casting for over a thousand animation commercial television film and video game projects including Pokemon. Right. And he's been working with many of the biggest advertising agencies, casting house, houses, and production companies in the world, where he's cast for such companies as Calvin Klein, Geico, Fenway Park, Kraft, and many more. Um, twice, he's been voted best voiceover teacher in New York. And he's got his two tally awards. Okay. And his <laughs> teaching resume boasts several, I'm just going by script here. Okay. His teaching resume boasts several of the Hollywood reporters, top rated college acting programs, including NYU, Rutgers, and Syracuse. So here we go. Listen to this. Here we go. But before we do. Oh, <laughs> right. We uh, want you to click to subscribe and let me tell you why because you don't want to miss an episode. <laughs> so if you click to subscribe and then click the bell to be notified when a new episode comes out, you'll know when it appears and when we've got something new. Is that what you're going to say, Kim? I was going to say that, but I was also going to say, go to our website, sign up for our newsletter. Hmm. It's once a week on Monday. It gives you all the show notes. So you don't have to make any notes. It gives you all the resources right there. And best of all, it has the recipes for cocktails. No, um, it does. It does. <laughs> it does. But the most That's the only place you can get the is recipes. you have our resources. We, we figured we put them in a newsletter to you and they're clean and clear and you'll be very happy you did. They're it not explicit. Is... They're the clean <laughs> version. <laughs> What's okay. the address? Give them the address. Speechlessvo.com. Thank you. Here's to the show. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Yay! Oh, we're so excited to see you. So good to see you too. Hold on, I'm changing oh my, my background. 
was gonna say i, I want the wookie i want the movie no oh, no i like this one <laughs> we're so excited to see you oh my god how are you and both doing we're okay. doing great but if you had a fan club we'd be co-presidents uh, <laughs> i just want you to know that uh, <laughs> we are huge fans yeah. and well, not me only too. me too for you Aww. Aww. <laughs> we like you even more. You know, been. we have to tell you. Yes, something important. <laughs> I mm -hmm. forgot. Yeah. You what? are the whole inspiration behind our whole branding. <gasps> That's I'm flattered. That's cool. You didn't yeah. know? You didn't know? No, I didn't know. This is what we say sure. at the end of every show. You ready, Kim? No. Oh, okay. Together. Fuck, Fuck it. it. Let's be awesome now. We've because got shit, shit to, to do. do. <laughs> we actually got a little. We actually we also got Great. a little sticker or, and or, a t-shirt uh, that has it on. Great. I love it. <laughs> because that's your direct quote, right? Be, be awesome now. <laughs> we got shit to do. Fuck yes. it. Be awesome now. We got shit yep. to do. That's mm -hmm. an actual quote from you, from our class. And we were like, oh, texting each other during class. Like, I love it. I love it too. Well, it's, it's a yours. great direction. It is, like, it is yours. Be great now. Fuck it. We got, yeah, right. be great now. You got shit to do. Just do it right now. So we love you for it. And, and all these months, oh. this is going to be the um, 32nd episode, I think. Yeah. 32nd episode. Very cool. We've been doing it since uh, middle of mm. 2001. And wondering, is Andy going to sue us because we're using his <laughs> quote? Never. It is yours. It is yours. And I see your recording. I'm saying it right now on camera. On <laughs> hey, you know, Andy, when we asked you to join us, we asked you to bring a beverage. So my money is on bourbon. But what did Whiskey. you bring? You oh, are whiskey. close. I actually took a, a slightly different turn today. This oh. is a gin. Oh, very different term. Brand. What's the brand? What's the brand? It is, it is from the Empire Spirits Project, and they only make three different flavors, and it is great. They do a really, really amazing gin. I'm not a mixed drink guy. Like, okay. you know, if I go to a party and there's a mixed drink or something, sure, you know, I'll have some, but I never, and I have nothing against it. I mean, I, I love it. It's great, but I, I never say, like, I really want an old-fashioned, or I really want uh you know a margarita rum and coke or i really yeah or i really want a margarita i would rather have a tequila or a rum or a whiskey or a gin that i can just sip if it's yeah. not a great gin i'll have some tonic with it of course um <laughs> but i i'm i'm all about the sippable you're kind of badass yeah you I, are and well, i also I, think I, a purist you're a purist huh i am a purist i don't know if i'm a badass i think i think a badass would drink the cheap stuff on mix oh. <laughs> you're a purist. Uh, yeah if it you know i'm not on board if it tastes like drain cleaner but um <laughs> but this is they do three of them this one is called their american beauty gin and it's rose ginger i mean it's juniper of course because it's gin but it's rose uh, ginger and Ooh. cinnamon, I believe. And it is super smooth. I do sometimes put an ice cube in it, which is what I did today. Um, but it, and they have a smoked gin and they have like a saffron. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm so into that. Yeah. 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 Yes. Kim, what? Empire Spirits. I have yeah. a mixed Noting drink. It. I tried to go um, because of St. Patty's Day. I tried to go mm -hmm. green and it turned out to be 
the grossest looking Girl oh. Scout from the 70s drink. That is it's like from the that 50s. Awesome. That looks like a milkshake. It is. Yeah. Well, it's like it's called a peppermint patty. So it's got a lot oh, of like yum. okay, you know, creme de mint and tequila and Makes sense. Chocolate bitters. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna mm. sip it. Yeah. So I'll let you well, know. Cheers. Cheers. So, Can we you know cheers? So because Wait. we're recording on St. Patrick's Day, I went with the Irish theme as well. I've got Bailey's and coffee. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Cheers to us. I'm also a fan. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Cheers. So um before you came on the air, uh mm-hmm. we um did we shared your bio with everyone, which is mm-hmm. mind buggling. But mm-hmm. um we want to know for our first question is what did you do before you started coaching VO? Uh <laughs> you mean in my life before uh, I'm gonna say it's world? probably a a really big question, but um, <laughs> well, I was born right uh, <laughs> I'm during the whole walking, speaking thing. Right, um, <laughs> some good stuff, some bad stuff. Um, do you mean before well, my 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 voiceover life, or yeah? You well, know? I know you're uh, like. Uh, how did you get to the voiceover world? Was it a okay. was it a hard left okay. or was it a smooth? <laughs> right, right, right. Um, it's a good question. <laughs> I kind of feel like I've been heading this direction kind of all my life. Um, uh, Not every place like school supported it (laughs) or, you know, some, some of the family and friends involved, not everybody supported it. Um, But I feel like I was always kind of headed this way. There were some detours I took in college and just like, you know, pre-med, I was pre-med for a while. I was, you know, um, right. Yeah, it didn't take. <laughs> it was that organic Thank chemistry. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. I know, it's, right? It's, uh, you know, this, I was interested in the science of it, but not necessarily everything that went along with it. And sure. I actually, I'm actually really happy with that decision. Um, but, um, you know, uh, but, you know, it always led me back this way. So I didn't know voiceover was a thing to do and especially specifically, um, one of the the realms of casting you can make a living in um but uh i got out of college i was an english teacher at a high school for a little while then i moved on and i got a job at samuel french uh helping companies find plays and licensed plays to to do um and then uh i had met somebody who a great actor um, whose wife was a casting director at CBS, head of daytime casting. And they connected me with an agency that was called CED at the time. Now it's called CESD. And then I became an assistant there in the voiceover department. And that's really where I learned what voiceover is about. Yeah. And I loved it. It is the friendliest branch of this business. Yes, um, you get the mo- You get the best toys. You get all the best toys. Um, so, uh, and I drifted that way and I just really connected with the people in the world and I learned what a vast thing it was. And it's actually gotten more vast even since I got into it. And, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was my world. Then I became their in-house booth director. So mm-hmm. I did, I, I maintained and upgraded all the stuff, the equipment for the booth. I directed all the cast, most of the castings, um, on camera and voiceover. Of course it was 90% voiceover um so uh yeah and that was uh that was my path one of your um 
One thing that you had said in the workshop that um, I'm taking a hard left, sorry. One thing that you had said in the workshop that Natasha and I um, had taken with you, it really resonated with me. And, and I, I know it's a hard left and we didn't ask you this before, but um, can you talk a little bit about your philosophy on auditioning? I just thought mm -hmm. it was just so nice. Like, yeah just hey. how you talked about it's not a test we always look at it as a test it's not a let test. him explain <laughs> and, and, well, and 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 <laughs> no please you're, you're doing a better job um my experience in this world it's been about 27 years that i've been in the casting world now in the voiceover world especially and most of that has been in the casting world in my experience I mean, an audition is not really a test. If somebody's asked you to audition, if you've been invited to audition, uh, even if it's a second party thing, like I call an agent and an ag I tell them what I want, an agent reaches out to you, even if I don't know you personally, if somebody has asked you to audition for something, it's because there's information in place that tells them that not only are you right for it, you know, with genetics with your voice quality and things like that that fit uh with your attitude with your personality with your quirks that you may not even know that you have with your sense of humor or your warmth or whatever the quality is there's a whole lot of stuff in place that has told somebody that you can do a great job on this now it's not a guarantee you will but somebody who knows more about the project and the relationships than you knows that you fit the specs, knows that you will do a great job, knows that you will gel with the other people that are going to be in the room with you. You may not even know that. You often won't. But the people inviting you feel confident that you'll do it. So if you're called in, it's not a test. And so often I've seen auditioning taught as if it's a, it's a test, you've got to find hidden stuff. You've yeah. got to, you know, that doesn't mean don't make your own choices by all means, make your own choices and commit to them and know that they're right. But it doesn't mean that we have a whole list of criteria that we're not telling you that you have to meet that doesn't exist. First of all, it's a, a really bad business model. You know, <laughs> I have to deliver a bunch of people that are great and can deliver the job to somebody who wants to hire somebody to do that. Making it harder for the people I know that are right for it to do that really is ultimately only gonna make me look bad. Right, right. So right. it's not a test at all. It's us working together. And in this business, it's not who you know, it's who knows you. Hmm. And an audition can't guarantee a job. I mean, there's no audition very few maybe that will guarantee a job, mm -hmm. but everyone, can guarantee that somebody knows you better, that somebody knows a little bit more about your personality, that hears your quirks, gets a vibe right. of how you are to work with, even if you're auditioning at home and we weren't even necessarily working together. What I get delivered is an indication to what you bring to the table. And it lets me know you better. Um, that right. doesn't guarantee jobs necessarily, because that's often a decision made by somebody else in some other room, but it does guarantee the dynamics that bring auditions to you, that bring opportunities to you. Um, it guarantees there's a certain kind of conversation that happens about you that you don't even know. Yeah. Because if somebody has a problem with you, they're not going to tell you. Mm -hmm. They won't mm -hmm. tell other people. That's why we don't hear about it about our show. We don't know who doesn't <laughs> All like right. it. Just, it's great. Know. It's great. Every, everybody <laughs> loves the show. <laughs> Yeah, well, from your lips to God's ears. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm also going to say 
I'm also going to say the positive Please. things. There are more positive conversations about people. Um, any oh. sort of negative, in my experience, negative conversations have to be prompted. Somebody asks for your opinion. It's really rare in this business that somebody would get on the line and go, oh, I just had a terrible experience with so-and-so. Mm -hmm. Casting people, producers, directors tend to not do that. First of all, it's just a bad business move. Um, but we don't do that. If we're doing it, I'm not privy to it. But positive conversations do happen without prompting. There are a lot of, oh my God, I worked with somebody who was so awesome. This person is great. There's a lot of give and take. I'm looking for somebody new. Who's this? Does anybody have any ideas? I've I've worked on shows where I actually got an email once from a colleague uh, who had just worked with somebody in a class uh, and she's a director of a really, really popular series. And she emailed me and the heading was, you must cast this person. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And right. I, you know, I read them, I read them right away. It was a little while before he booked a job for me, but he was great. I mean, his audition was great. So mm. positive conversations tend to happen because they want to happen. Negative conversations tend to be prompted. Mm. Um, but an audition still is an opportunity to encourage the positive conversation. Right. Love it. This is a great segue because actually we've been talking positively behind your back about um, how we <laughs> want to also that's, have a, that's a, a switch. A, a casting series and so we will do that and we will we will invite you back if you don't mind and ask you some casting questions but moving to your coaching one of the things I'm fascinated about is that you teach or have taught at NYU taught voiceover at NYU mm -hmm. so the question is what's your coaching process like in that situation or otherwise I uh, uh... The way that I handle things, I very much try to approach things as what is, how are you going to use this audition to get more auditions? Um, everybody in a class, of course, gives you scripts that you're not really auditioning for, which is great. I mean, those are the scripts that are out there. And, you know, uh, that's what you work with. I find that the best, and it's not, it's not even an, an Andy secret sauce necessarily. There are right. other people that do this. I have a lot of colleagues that I respect incredibly that I recommend as teachers. And I find that most of us feel the same way. It's how do you use this script to program into somebody's brain and heart what to do with the other script in the other audition when you have very little time with somebody else who may or may not be in a good mood um, in another environment where you don't know the criteria. I mean, sometimes you'll give the best audition in the world, but the job's going to go to somebody's cousin because that's right. just how it is. So how do you use this script to instill what you bring as an actor? And love it. I find that some people, their focus is not wrong, it's sort of in a similar vein, but I find that a lot of people who are auditioning, what they run into is this internal conflict of, how do I show you everything I can do as an actor? Yeah. yeah. And they don't realize, I don't care about everything you can do as an actor. I care about this thing on this script. I do care about what you do as an employee on a job in a team. So right. I just need to know enough about you to know that you fit this job and enough about your personality to say, you know, you will interface well with others. You know the drill, you know 
how to talk to people, how not to talk to people. You're going to be on time, which is a huge thing. Um, that's really, you know, how do we know you as a human? Because at the end of the day, I can't know everything that I'm ever going to cast and you can't know everything yeah. that you're going to do. You can just know how to exist in this business environment with the other people to make a cohesive creative product at right. the end of the day as part of the creative team. Right. So that's how I that. things. And how that. like a human connects to another human yeah. with a common a goal of delivering. Yeah, yeah but how do you yeah. behave as a professional? I feel like well, that too, right? Yeah. Yeah. How do you um, operate? Andy, we took your class through the acting and voice studios.com mm. um, <laughs> plethora of courses. And I know you're there sometimes, you're not there always. And I do know you have a class coming up in through May. something else. Well, no, is it in May? I didn't see it's anything on acting and voice studios. I saw something um, in the month of March. I don't want to confuse our viewers with the date <laughs> and stuff, but they're going to miss the boat when they see this show. So. <laughs> when how uh, yeah like teacher. how do we look for you specifically well um google knows me <laughs> and google he sends smoke me. signals google, when he... google tends to keep pretty good track of my schedule um <laughs> i do have uh, a class a five-week class coming up hmm. in may uh i've got some at a place called one-on-one -on -one. um i've got some one-on-one -on -one. yeah yeah am i allowed to say that am i allowed yeah. to yeah, oh, please. Yeah. We're sharing um, it. <laughs> I do work with Acting and Voice Studios. Um, you could check their schedule because we come up with things. Um, I do some classes with a place called The Voice Shop that are kind of one evening maximizing mm -hmm. edition classes. Uh, speaking of longer term training programs, uh, Terry Knickerbocker has a, a long program, which is terrific. There's some amazing people that have come out of it. Um, I do, I don't have anything coming up with them because there's, we just finished one and theirs is based on their curriculum. Their, yeah. Their curriculum, there's their calendar. Uh, I'm sure I will. You know, so basically but, people just have to keep their eye out for Andy Roth <laughs> in order to. That's A-N-D-Y. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's a little, uh, it's probably a little creepy how easy I am to find. I should probably, I I'd probably be a little more concerned with that. <laughs> Uh, okay well i don't know about that because it was i haven't seen you in a year and you're kind of hard to pin down so grateful that you you, sh you showed up today oh, with your beverage you and your so wonderful of personality of course i would have been here without the beverage <laughs> and then you're i would the have beverage. been this is the beverage then i would have been sad <laughs> Um, okay well, it, well, it makes it better no doubt but you know, <laughs> it's just more festive you are that you are the you are the <laughs> we have a silly question and that is about embarrassing moment most memorable moment let us into your world a little bit with yeah some yeah um story yeah most memorable moment i i can't i mean i i, I kind of feel if it doesn't jump right to the forefront how memorable is it really <laughs> i got no i yeah. got nothing <laughs> embarrassing moment i don't know probably i don't know that saying it on a podcast is going to make it less embarrassing um I, I i have an awful lot of super proud moments yes well, tell we'd us love we'd love to hear moments. one um i I love what the beauty of being able to teach and be in the business and direct and cast is 
I really, really get to appreciate when a student becomes a colleague. Oh. When it's sort of, you know, like, what is the quote? I think, I feel now we can talk as friends, Marvin Hamlish. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, uh, I really like that. When I'm calling somebody in, when they booked a show, maybe that I'm directing or something like that, and we're in the booth and I'm directing and they're acting and we just click, mm. that, because that's my end game. It's not, I mean, it's not that you always have to work with me, um, but knowing that you're working now and maybe you're still at your classes, maybe you're not, maybe you have other things going on, but knowing now that you're making at least, at least a part of your living mm -hmm. in this business, um, that feels good to me. That's not the only reason that I do it, of course, but it is, it's these rewarding moments that, that come up for really cool. Or even when I, I recommend somebody or I say, you know, who you should talk to about this thing, you know, um, this person teaches a class, you should talk to them. Or when I recommend somebody to somebody else, those are, those are really the best moments. Um, mm -hmm. I've had a lot of aha moments when I, when I started in this business, I honestly, sometimes I think back, there's a guy who was in one of my early classes, um, who's doing really, really well. He's really great at this. He's really terrific. And this is, he probably took my second or third class that I started teaching. And this had to be 21, 22 years ago, something like that. And every once in a while, like he'll come in and I'll hear his read and it's great. And I'll be, well, you didn't learn that from me. <laughs> um, I've been doing this so long that I think there are so many aha moments that have made me kind of shift from, I have information that you need to know to I have to be a hard part of the hive mind and be able to absorb a person as oh, much wow. as I want them to absorb what I'm saying. And it took me a while to be okay with not always being right. Mm. Yeah. You know, reconfiguring. So this might've been right for them, but it's not right for you. Or maybe it turns out there's sure. not right for anybody and I need right. to reconfigure. <laughs> um, right, right. So I would say as far as memorable moments, I can't remember a moment specifically, but I do know that it happens in almost every class. And when it happens, I'm like, duh, why did I, why did it take me 21 mm. years to figure that out? Right. Um, right. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, that would be, I guess the best answer I can give you. That being said, if there is anything horribly embarrassing, I will, uh, <laughs> I'll okay. email you later. Or I can <laughs> like a little video. I remember when, <laughs> Well, we've had, we, this is our series of, of coaches and we're doing nine coaches in that series and you're the ninth and we couldn't be happier huh. well, to cap it off with well, you. Well, I made it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't know if you're going to, if you're going to get back to us. So the, the universe provided. So thank you for that. And we do want to know more insight about your casting. Um, see, the benefit uh, about working with you is that you are, you are so entrenched in casting that who better to coach right. and we have had some coaches as well that are also casting directors. And that's, that's such a great coach to have is people that aren't, that know what's happening right now. So we will tap into your knowledge about current casting trends and the, and the like, if you can squeeze us in somewhere uh, later this year. Of course. Yay. I didn't think it took me very long to get back. It didn't. 
She didn't mean it that way. It was because we were hemming and hawing over like when were we? to eat. I thought yes. I emailed him. Okay. He didn't. He didn't. Okay. E- we didn't email him. And we were hemming and hawing in the beginning. Like, should we do it? Well, you think it'd be mad that we used his branding? Like, that no. we used his branding? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> if I say it in public, it's for the public. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, if, if, believe me, if there's something I don't want out there, it's it's not going to find its way into the class. Okay. Um, okay. Right? We were like, should we ask? Should we tell? <sighs> Wait, no, we even I'm, got t shirts. So. I, I, <laughs> I am flattered. I'm flattered. Well, I, we are so grateful you're here today, and we are going to end the show here and then um, and start recording and then talk with you privately so we can have our private time with you. So thanks for watching, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Bye. I'm coming at you from the Death Star. Oh, yeah. Speechless. <laughs>